It's the KPI Cafe, a place where conversations happen that aspire to elevate retail automotive. I'm your host, Dane Seville, brand and public relations manager for Reunion Marketing, a full service digital marketing agency that graciously affords me this platform to bring you perspectives and insights from thought leaders across a full spectrum of disciplines. As always, be sure to subscribe on your favorite podcast platform. Madonna mia paisans, today is gonna be a good day. It's gonna be a good day because we're gonna talk about strategy. Some nuance to strategy, I should say. Some tactical deployment. I'm certainly not alone in saying this, but there's a lot of wasted spend in paid search within automotive retail and probably really every industry, right? Lazy strategies, outdated thinking, failure to trust automations, failure to leverage opportunities. There are a number of reasons why this waste exists, and today is going to help you with one facet that's going to well, help make the ads more relevant to the consumer search intent and should create even greater cost efficiencies as a result of making the ad, again, more relevant. Relevance is king, not just content. Relevance is king. Now, in order to take advantage of this opportunity, you need to make sure that you're running responsive search ads. If you're unsure of what those are, you can go to Reunion's YouTube channel, look up KPI Cafe Season 1, and go to Episode 10 to get a nice overview of this type of ad. Now, full disclosure, I'm no expert in all aspects of digital marketing. I know enough to be dangerous, but not the level to take us through a deep dive, at least not without learning from the great folks at Reunion first. So today is also a learning experience for me, and I have the perfect reunion marketing guest to walk us through today's content. So let's go ahead and sink her in. It's another KPI Cafe, and I am pumped because I've had Jessica D on some content for reunion, but not an, like an extensive KPI Cafe. I don't get to pick her brain as much as I want to, but today... I'm going to do it. Jessica, thanks for joining me on the KPI Cafe. Sure. Thanks for, thanks for the invite. Absolutely. So before we kind of dive into the actual content itself, I want to know, and, and any listeners will want to know more about you. Where'd you come from? What's your origin story? How'd you get to where you are today? Of course. Well, um, I've been in digital marketing for anywhere from 10 to 11 years. I think I'm going on 11 pretty quickly. Um, started digital marketing right out of college. I graduated with five degrees. That's kind of a fun fact about me. Um, and just love to learn, love, love to progress. Uh, Google is, I started with Google back in, I don't even want to talk about the years, <laughs> but from the get-go, I've been infatuated with Google, with Google, with digital marketing, how everything progresses or progress, progresses, forgive me. Um, and just the ever-changing world of, of marketing. And um, that's kind of got me to where I am now and why we're pushing the limits and getting some more case studies published left and right. That's another fun fact that uh, should be coming down the pipeline pretty quickly. Great, see, I, I, thought, I, I thought I was, uh, uh, had been a college, uh, a career college person with three degrees. What, what, are, your five, what are your five in? Um, I have my BA in mass communications. 
I have a, an associates in liberal arts, arts and humanities, social behavior and sciences and journalism. Oh, wow. Mine was, I have English writing, mm -hmm. political theories, and English education, all, all bachelors and all, well, then I can't say they're useless. I'm using them now, but you know, hey, it's, uh, yeah, it's been an interesting journey. Oh, great. So we're, of course, one, we're so happy to have you at Reunion. And, and so even predating you, we've been talking about uh, responsive search ads. I did a KPI cafe with CEO Dave Sponicky just kind of even just explaining like what they were, you know, like what are responsive search ads? Why are they advantageous? Uh, you know, how are they different? And so we kind of gave that breakdown and then talking to you recently, I guess there's been sort of an update. Uh, I guess uh, they're called ad customizers. So, uh, so how do ad customizers enhance responsive search ads? Like what, what is the role that they play? Sure. Um, ad customizers allow dynamic attributes to be, um, strategically placed within ad copy. And that ultimately ends up being 100% relevant to whatever the user is searching for. So in the case of automotive, right, which is our forte for the most part, um, we can dynamically insert a VIN number, we can dynamically put mileage, we can put days on lot, all within the ad copy that's specific to a, a VIN number, a VIN vehicle. Um, and of course, that's going to populate based off of the user search. So if they're looking for a 2021 Kia Sorento um, in Raleigh, let's just say, we can dynamically insert all of that information that the user is looking for, as well as a step further, including, I mean, shoot, vehicle color. We can do, um, like I said, mileage, days on lot, and put the price point right in front of them. So it gets rid of the guesswork. Okay, great. Now. Naturally, I don't know how the, the way this works, and that's why I'm asking you. Uh, do you fill out as many customizers as possible? Is there like a set limit? Is it more strategic? And you go, we're just going to choose this one for this type of ad? Or how do you approach understanding what customizers should be placed in, in the ads and, and the number of which you can, you can do that? There's really no limit um, outside of like a character limit. So uh, if you wanted to, you could actually make every single text in this one ad copy be everything dynamically pulled from a feed. So you can dynamically pull, like we talked about, year, make, model, trim, um, vehicle color, and have everything be in there. Um, what I would say is the more uh, efficient route to go is to have some sort of template so that you know you're, you have some of the, the stagnant and the constant texts while you have certain pieces of the ad rotating in and out based off of that uh, dynamic attribute. Okay, great. Awesome. Thanks for clarifying that. I was just curious there. Yeah. Uh, so, you know, we're, we're using them. Uh, how long, how, like, how, how recent is this update? This, how, how recently were ad customers available for responsive search ads? May 27th, 2021. Okay. So there's not, so my next question, <laughs> we might not have a whole lot because it's relatively new, but is there any initial data or anything that that's demonstrating that these ad customers are positively impacting our, our dealer partners ads? Yes, actually. So ad customizers have been around for expanded text ads for quite some time, for years. Okay. And we've been able to utilize them um, in our specific VIN specific um, uh, product that we offer at Reunion. So we've seen the efforts and uh, some of the initial results. And what we've seen is, is a very, very high click-through rate, comparable CPC, so it's nothing extreme um, that you're paying for. 
Um, but again, click-through rate is going to be the indicating factor of the relevancy behind it. Um, and of course, because these are landing on the VDPs, um, VDP views are, are astronomically high. Uh, in regards to the responsive search ad side, of course, it's brand new. <laughs> so we don't have any initial results on the RSA side, but we do have some prelim results from the ETA side that we're kind of piggybacking off of. And we're really excited to see the difference if there is an increase, a decrease, or whatever variance that could be. Okay, great. Now, a question I had for you, and you really sort of answered it. So I kind of want to almost kind of rephrase it. The original, okay. the original statement was, or question was, are there certain signals that trigger these customizers? Or do they simply always populate? I'm guessing it's based off of certain keywords used in the searcher's search and what their intent is? Yes, exactly. Yep. Um, keywords are, are kind of like the leading driver, if you will, of getting ads to appear. Uh, so as long as your ad groups are buttoned up and they're very specific, um, grouped together, right, pun intended, uh, but group together um, to make sure that you're showing the right ad to the right person and not crossing too much or having too much overlap, then you'll have uh, the expected results of, of that super high relevancy and click-through rate that we're, we're aiming for. Okay. So then with that, so we're getting data back from, from Google, what does an optimization process look like to make sure the right customizers are in the right ads, we have the right language? Like what is that... From start to finish, what does optimization look like with these ad customizers? So the best part is uh, with using inventory feeds, at least in our case for automotive, it's, uh, it's all dynamic. <laughs> so if you tell um, the mileage information to be tied into this one ad copy, you basically have a layout, a map, if you will, of where that information needs to be input into Google. So as long as you specifically delineate or delineate the campaign ad group and the actual ad it's focused on, all of that information can pump in and out and fill in that dynamic attribute within the ad. Okay, so that so beyond that, there's no nothing about optimizing, uh, uh, updating any sort of language or anything. It's just it's just relying on those automations and that dynamic insertion then. Yes, as long as you have everything set up, it's almost like um, a one-time setup, if you will. And if you, you know, get a wild hair and want to change your templated ad copy, you can switch up the the text a little bit and um, basically reset it, if you will. Okay. But, great. Uh, yeah, it's, it's very easy. Okay. Yeah, I like. Yeah, streamlined and easy sounds great for us and for dealer partners. Uh, so. We, I, do we, I believe we still have expanded text ads. So with this development, this release of ad customizers for the RSAs like they had for the ETAs. So with this development, is there, are they going to be sunsetted? Is that going to be expedited, do you, do you think? I know it's maybe a little conjecture. I don't know if you have any insights. but uh... <laughs> um, Well, ETAs are getting sunsetted per Google the end of 2021, the end of the year. They're not putting a date to it because I think that'll hold them accountable for the most part. But... With this advancement and this um, uh, extra feature that they just added in responsive search ads, these ad customizers, that's the last piece of the puzzle that's needed in order to completely sunset ETAs. So I think they're gonna let us, let um, agencies and users get kind of comfortable with writing these because they're a little bit more advanced than they were before um, and getting the responsive search ads good to go. I think they're gonna start 
probably beginning of Q4 is my guess, right? Guesstimate, okay. not hard yeah. <laughs> Um, They'll start kind of um, uh, not allowing ETAs to be created, just like they did with Modified Broad, actually coming in June or July, forgive me. Um, uh, but yeah, that's that's kind of something to look forward to, and it's coming. So if if you don't have your RSAs up and running, you might be missing the boat there. Great, yeah, missing it. exactly. <laughs> yes, absolutely. So then, with RSAs, they're they're able to sync so well consumer intent, and I know that that ad customizers are just like another like tactic, another thing on top of that. But right. is it going to create efficiencies like based on what you saw in ETAs? Is there going to be any sort of impact on, on budget recommendations or allocation or how you approach uh, uh, bidding for RSAs or anything? Like, is there anything that's going to, how, how much will this, do you think, anticipate this will impact uh, efficiencies with, with these types of ads? You know, it's not really going to change a whole lot because just like you said, it's another little tool or feature that we could use in the RSAs. Um and that's all being, or I guess, is supporting Google's main goal of automation and using all of the data that Google has to drive these, these fun dynamic attributes or even dynamic city insertion um, is a feature available in RSAs. And again, those don't need a whole lot of budget because it's just little features that add a little bit more to whatever your ad copy already is. And of course, for Google, right, they're going to um, recommend that we use some of their awesome bid strategies that have been proven. So the relevancy on the ad copy with the algorithms behind the bid strategy just ends up being an ultimate goal of getting the right um, user experience and the right ad in front of the right person at the right time. <laughs> Wonderful. I, I love it. Yeah. Greater alignment with, with consumer intent. Uh, one last thing, and, and, and just to kind of give an idea of the, of the breadth of, of this, and this was not one of my guidepost questions I sent you, but I'm sure you can handle it just fine. I have every confidence. Uh, with Ad Customizer, you said about like uh, location, like what are the types of dynamic mm -hmm. things that can be dynamically inserted? Like what are, what are, what are just give some examples of some of the options cool. dealers can use? Yeah, um, there's three big ones. There's the business data ad customizer, which is what we're talking about today, is the dynamic attribute where you can shoot it into the ad copy either um, using an inventory feed that's imported or you can even connect it to a Google Sheet or an FTP address. Um, so dynamic attributes, there's the countdown timer, which is my personal favorite. Uh, that actually counts down to the last second that you can claim a deal. So it's that added urgency into the ad copy, which okay. is not in my eyes, right? Um, then the last one is the location city or city insertion um, dynamic feature. And that is super cool. That you can go down to the city level and it will actually populate the user's physical location in terms of city into the ad copy. So how you would phrase that is, um, we can say Honda dealer near Raleigh and then have that city insertion dynamic aspect. And if I'm actually physically located in Cary, it's gonna replace that and say Honda dealer near Cary. So that it's a little bit more, uh, again, relevant to the user's not only physical location, but we're now we're reaching out to their search term and don't worry, there's added urgency in there. <laughs> Those are the, uh, the three what? main 
main ones for RSAs. That's one I love it. Yeah, you, what you create urgency, exclusivity, and relevance. You know, it's like that's those are like uh, some key drivers of consumer behavior. Uh, Jessica, thanks so much for joining the KPI Cafe and discussing any of this. Any final thoughts on ad customizers, RSAs, anything else that uh, you think dealers need to be aware of to really get the most out of their their responsive search ad uh, campaigns? I would say um, kind of what we talked about a little bit before is, you know, utilize these tools that Google has and combine them with some of these awesome bid strategies that they have out. Um, it's only going to make for a better user experience. And if you're not user using them and using some of these features that are at our disposal, you're a little behind, you know, you got to play with it. You got to figure out how it works. And that's, that's how you challenge yourself and become a better marketer. So um, get on that bandwagon. <laughs> <laughs> Fantastic. Jessica, thank you so much again for joining me in the KPI Cafe. I really appreciate your time and all the insights you provide for, for our listeners. Sure, of course. Thank you. Absolutely. And everyone, I will tune in with you next week on the next KPI Cafe. You have a great day.